We're leaving tomorrow. I want to thank everybody for your prayers and your thoughts that you put in those cards and all the precious gifts. Thank you so much. I'll be 67 on Sunday. And uh, praise the Lord. I think I'll, you know, check in with the Lord. Of course, I'll check in with Him before then. But I think, you know, at 77, I'll carefully consider uh, maybe taking a senior, senior role. Pastor Emeritus, I don't know, but we'll, you know, we're on fire. And, and God's moving. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother George. Now, uh, just watched a great service uh, this afternoon. Started about 5.15 down at Ricky Edwards Church in Pawnee, Oklahoma. Brother Keith Moore was down there for one night. And I'm telling you, that message was so rich. It was about a 93-minute message, and I just was just get saturated with what he was saying. So um, Ricky will be here Sunday morning and Sunday night, both services, 9 and 11, and then at 6.30. Pray for Ricky. Uh, Ricky is a very, very uh, interesting, anointed young man. He really is. Um, and... I believe that we receive from ministry gifts, as it were, the more that we are open and the more that we are expecting and the more prayerful we are for them, that God will give them utterance. Amen? And also, pray for the gifts and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Because I know for a fact that He flows in, in the revelation gifts. I know that He flows in discerning of spirit sometimes so praise the lord you know we heard we heard a testimony from a a young lady that just got married in our church and if she's here i won't call her out but she was going through a very uh, devastating time and she was very very down and i think one of the times ricky was here he had a word of wisdom and just walked up to her and said something to her and it just broke that depression has broke that oppression over her life and she's been free for years amen so amen let's let's expect good things right expect good things as pastor tom takes the pulpit on the 12th it's going to be great november is going to be an awesome month i'm declaring it in the name of the lord jesus christ open your bibles tonight just for a little while to psalm 24 psalm 24 I didn't quite get everything out on Sunday morning, um, and I got enough out, but I feel like there's a little bit more tonight or some more. You know, we're talking about in this series, Jesus Is, and we've been discussing last Sunday morning on Jesus Is the King of Glory. Jesus is the King of Glory. He said, as truly as I live, the whole earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. And we talked, you know, about what the glory of God is. Really, it's the manifest presence of God and the goodness of God. It's just Jesus and God just showing up and doing some awesome things. And we discussed this, that the more we expect His glory and the more we declare His glory, the more glory we shall see in manifestation. I believe how the Lord gave it to me was expectation plus declaration equals manifestation of the glory of the Lord. And in Psalms 29, let me just quote this to you. It says, The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to calf, 
and discovers the force. And in his temple, does everyone speak of his glory? Amen. Speak of, prepare, expect. And the Spirit of the Lord spoke through a man of God, and it said, And the glory shall manifest and be seen all around. Miracles and healing shall abound. Seen and heard far and wide, and many shall be saved and come on over to the Lord's side. Amen? And so the exhortation was proclaim, announce, and state the glory of God. So let's raise one hand toward heaven and say, We declare declare the glory of the Lord over our lives, the The manifest presence of God, power of God, and goodness of God. The presence of God, heavy with everything good, is upon us today. Amen. Glory to God. And then we just looked at a few of the things that we know that the glory of God will do. Of course, the the glory of God raises the dead. Um, Jesus said to Martha at the tomb of Lazarus, he said, Didn't I say it? Didn't I say to you or didn't I tell you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of the Lord? And then the glory of the Lord manifested in the fact that Lazarus came out of the grave. When Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth, he that was bound in grave clothes came forth. And Jesus said, loose him and let him go. So faith for the glory. That's the expectation. That's the declaration of the glory of God. So we know that God's glory raises people from the dead. And I know you guys know of people that have seen people raised from the dead and Smith Wigglesworth under his ministry literally has had people been raised from the dead I mean physically but what about people being raised from the dead spiritually amen he's raised us up together he quickened us he made us alive together with Christ by grace have we been saved amen and so the glory of the Lord Liberates The glory of the Lord raises. The glory of the Lord quickens. And the glory of the Lord even heals. He is the Spirit of glory. In Romans 8.11, say this with me. Since the Spirit of Him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me, He that raised Christ from the dead, He shall quicken my mortal body. In other words, he shall make my mortal body alive to have life again. Amen. When the glory of the Lord gets on your kidneys, guess what? You're alive again. Amen. So you might be having some kidney trouble. You might be having some liver trouble. Never factor out the anointed one and his anointing. Amen. Don't just accept everything the doctor says to you. Accept the good report. And the good report says, thank God by His stripes we are healed. Amen? Glory to God. And so you can speak to your body. You can declare your body as being saturated and filled with all the fullness of God. And that you are experiencing the richest measure of His divine presence in your spirit, in your mind, and in your body, in every area of your life. Amen? Talk to your body. Amen? Your body may be talking to you. Talk back. Glory to God. Just talk back. Amen? So the glory of the Lord quickens. And we we found out that the glory of the Lord strengthens us. You know, the Ephesians prayers should be prayers that we're praying on a regular basis for ourselves and for one another. 
I'll take all the Ephesians prayers you can pray for me anytime, any day. Amen? Amen. Ephesians 1, verses 17 through 23. And then Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 21. Amen? Paul said, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father, my Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. Amen? That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, length, depth and height and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge and that you might be filled with the fullness of God thank you Lord Jesus Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lift up your hands and close your eyes. Father, thank you for the Spirit of God and the Spirit of glory ministering to each and every one of us tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Glory to God. Pacaroti stella brandae. Nenzila brofaye teka pasaya. Araboka jishito mondali disolo bolamanda aramotari dishtetolo prophati This just comes to me as I as I'm praying in the spirit he he prayed that we'd be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man Amen So when we're strengthened what does that remove from our lives it removes weaknesses You know you can be weak in your body you can be fatigued in your body that's just an awesome time to lean on Him. But there are other areas that a person can be weak in. They can be weak in that they perhaps have yielded to a temptation, not once, but maybe hundreds of times during their Christian walk, and it just doesn't seem like that they can get the victory over it. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit will give you the victory, has given you the victory, and He can strengthen you to be able to resist and to say no and to shut the door and to keep the door shut and to give that rat no more place in your life. Amen? Amen? That's what Ephesians says. He says, neither give place to the devil. Amen? So you are the understood subject of that sentence. The devil can't have place in our lives unless we give him place. He can't get in your living room tonight unless you open the door. So weakness, weakness, weakness. Strengthen, Lord, I pray. I know that's for somebody tonight. And of course, people hear this message from different places and different nations and so forth. But we just declare in the name of Jesus, strength. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Makesha Close that door. Close that door. Close that door. Run for your life. Flee. See, on one hand, we're to resist the devil and he will flee from us. On the other hand, there are some things in the Bible that we need to run from. Right? One thing is fornication. The Bible says flee fornication. What was that, Lord, now? Thank you. Yeah. These words come up in my spirit. Strong again. Strong again. Last Thursday night we prayed, saw that broken vessel. 
whole again. And uh, sometimes people get real down on themselves. And they figure, well, since I'm down, you know, there's no one to lift me up. That's a lie straight from the pit of hell. And people just torture themselves and beat themselves up over their past. Maybe something that happened yesterday or last week. But I declare by the word of the living God that you can be strong again. And then this comes to me tonight, weakened by attacks. Weakened by onslaughts. Uh, I guess you, you could call it, um, what is that? Uh, something, fatigue? Battle fatigue. Battle fatigue. Uh, people been in a battle and, and they've gotten fatigued and, and, and gotten weary and, and just kind of like burnt out. But I believe the Lord of the Lord is saying you can be strong again. God can lift you up. God will lift you up. And if there's one one or two, even three here tonight, God's lifting you up right now. Hallelujah. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, Put now on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rules, darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand. And having done all to stand, stand. Come on, somebody. Stand. Having your loins girt about with truth. Having on the breastplate of righteousness. Taking the shield of faith. Wherewith you should be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God the helmet of salvation and so on say it with me in conclusion now that's not the conclusion of my message that's the amplified version in conclusion I shall be strong I am strong in the Lord I am empowered through my continuous union and communion with him oh friends commune with him commune with the Holy Spirit he is your helper oh hallelujah brother Luat I just saw that he's our strengthener hallelujah he's my strengthener he's my strengthener amen strong again okay let's go on to another verse then let's go over here uh, tonight to the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> His glory resting on you and strengthening you. In 1 Peter 4.14, this service is a little bit different. It's more of a little bit of a, a, a different kind of flow, different kind of anointing than just going by verse by verse and catching them up on the thing. So you just take the ride with me, okay? Take the ride with me. Write the verses down. Uh, in 1 Peter 4.14 it says, If you be reproached for the name of Christ, you're happy. For the Spirit of glory and the Spirit of God will rest upon you. So His glory quickens, His glory strengthens, and His glory will rest upon us in a difficult time. When His glory is resting on you, whoo, glory to God. 
It doesn't matter what's trying to penetrate your soul or penetrate your life. When the glory of the Lord is upon you, everything is going to be all right. Amen? Amen. The Amplified says, If you be censured and suffer abuse because you bear the name of Christ, blessed are you, happy, fortunate, to be envied with life, joy, and satisfaction in God's favor and salvation, regardless of your outward condition, because... The Spirit of glory. The Spirit of God. What's He doing? Holy Spirit, rest on us tonight. Think about it. You have faith. And when you exercise your faith and your joy, guess what happens? You enter into rest. The Spirit of God is right there to bring you into a place of rest. In 2 Corinthians 4 now, in verse 17, it says this. It says, for our light momentary affliction, this slight distress of this passing hour. How many of you know the time we have here on earth is so brief? I mean, some of us have got maybe 20 minutes left in God time. You know, there may be people here tonight that have 10 minutes left. Kind of depends, you know, on how old you are and different things like that. But in God time, 100 years is nothing. What's that scripture that says, one day with the Lord is as a, and a thousand years is one day? Wow. It's so brief. It's so momentary. I mean, it's just like in a flash, Sergio, we're going to be up there dancing, shouting, glory to God, up there in the streets of glory. Woo! Hallelujah. And we've got relatives there. Amen. Some of your relatives are going to look at you when they see you because time is no moss. They're going to look at you and say, you're here that soon? It just seems like a minute. Well, maybe in God time it was. Say it with me, Jesus is coming soon. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> That's our blessed hope. So, yeah, we go through some things down here, but the idea is we're going through. You know, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we are not to camp out in the valley and buy the T-shirt and say, I'm a valley guy or a valley girl. No, that's not the idea. The idea is, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm not going to fear any evil. Hallelujah. For the Spirit of God and the Spirit of glory is on me. Amen? So... For our slight momentary affliction, this, dis- this slight distress of this passing hour is even more and more abundantly preparing and producing and achieving for us an everlasting weight of glory beyond all measure, excessively surpassing all comparisons, all calculations, a vast and transcendent glory and blessedness never to cease. So the tests that we face, they're seasonal, they're not forever. Say this with me, behind every affliction... There's a greater glory. Behind every greater, behind every great attack, there's a greater one that's greater than the attack, and he's taken me through. Amen? Glory to God. Now I want to spend just a few minutes on this one. Say it with me. The glory of the Lord fills us. Now, let's look at a couple of verses. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 8. The glory of the Lord will fill you. And we might say that not only does rest, and not only does healing, 
And not only does quickening and not only does strength accompany the glory, but joy also. Joy also. Everyone say, joy also. Or also joy is in the glory. Amen. You see somebody that's in a service and they say they've been in the glory and they look sad and depressed? I don't think so. No. The glory of the Lord lifts our emotions. Amen? Now notice this in 1 Peter chapter 1, 8. Would you read it with me? Ready? Read. Whom having not seen you love, in whom though now you see him not, yet believing, what do you do? You rejoice. You rejoice with what? And what does it bring? You rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. I mean, just when you're about to give up, if you just hold fast and you maintain your joy, it's going to be accompanied with glory. Amen. How many of you ever popped popcorn before? Maybe like maybe tonight when you get home. So there's different ways you can pop popcorn. I like to pop popcorn with olive oil and don't put butter on it. But and then there's air poppers, and then there's microwave popcorn. How many of you remember when microwaves came out and woo, you get to pop your popcorn in the microwave? I'm doing the first time I started popping popcorn in the microwave, I thought something was wrong with the microwave. Because it sure seemed like it took a long time to get that first pop. You, you, you know, just about ready to give up. This, something's wrong with the microwave. Something, jolly time, schmolly time. No thanks. Orville Redenbacher over Schneidenbacher. But just about the time. When I was about to give up, I'd hear pop. Then I'd hear another one, pop, pop. And for the next minute, until it would pop, 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 pop. Until the entire bag was popped. You know, it's kind of like the same thing. You're believing for God for something, believing to receive. You've got God's promise, but it seems like nothing is changing. Nothing's popping. Anybody ever been there? You keep waiting. But here's what you got to do. Just like on that microwave, make sure that microwave's not set on defrost. Make sure you've got that microwave set on high. Make sure you've got the microwave of your spirit man set on high. High joy. Keep it up there. Because you're expecting to receive. James says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into different temptations, tests, and trials. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith produces patience. And let patience have a perfect work. That you may be perfect and entire, lacking nothing. Let the microwave do its perfect work. Glory to God. Let your creator do its perfect work. You just maintained a heightened state of expectancy. Somebody says, that's not easy to do. Well, praise the Lord, you can do it. One way you can do it is by staying built up and prayed up. 
and do what you're doing tonight. Come into church. This church service ought to be full of people. Instead, it's full of angels and a few people. And I didn't say demons. Say with me, the joy of the Lord. It gives me stay in power. It helps you to maintain the posture of faith. Hallelujah. We could say it this way, this way because my pop is working. My papa, my daddy is at work and things are fixing to pop. Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, God doesn't need two years to wind this thing up. God doesn't need two days. A nation can be one in a day. I mean, God is God. You that have been faithful, you that have been praying, you that have been believing, you that have been holding fast. I'm telling you by the word of the Lord, things are about to pop, 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 pop. Hallelujah. Things are coming together. Lift up your hands and say, things are coming together. Hallelujah. You see, if you'll rejoice while you're waiting for the answers to your prayers, you're soon going to hear a major pop. The Amplified, I like that, Jonathan. Jonathan just said, a blessing explosion. Hallelujah. C.S. Lewis said this, Joy is the serious business of heaven. You like that? You can experience the joy that comes from heaven when you rejoice and set your expectation on God, for with God, nothing is impossible. Mark Hankins says this. He said, if you only knew what happened in the Spirit... When you rejoice, you would rejoice every day. Some things are happening. Just say ha-ha a few times. Get, get your ha-ha on. I call Mark Hankins ha-ha Hankins. If you, let me read it again. <laughs> If you only knew what happened in the Spirit when you rejoice, you would rejoice every day. Has anybody not rejoiced yet today? If you haven't, stand up and shout hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Let's join in with them. Glory to God. Let's join in with them. <laughs> hallelujah. Come on, Lester, join in. Glory to God. <laughs> Glory to God. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> if you only knew what happened in the Spirit when you rejoice, you would rejoice every day. Rejoicing is a demonstration before heaven and hell and others and even yourself 
that Jesus is the Lord and that he is triumphant over Satan, who is a defeated foe. Hallelujah. Ha. At destruction and in famine, thou shalt worry. No. At destruction and famine, thou shalt laugh. You are being scriptural when you are laughing. The Bible says that laughter does good. Like what? A merry heart, rather, doeth good. Like what? Like a medicine. Amen. Even in some of the... Uh, that's good. Glory to God. That's good. It's a good thing. You know, people just need to laugh more. And sometimes you've got to do it by faith. You really want to get a good chuckle, look in the mirror sometime. So our joy then is a demonstration of our faith and in the supremacy of God and His Word. Rejoicing is a demonstration that you believe God's promises and trust His faithfulness to do what He said He would do. Amen. You know, you can get happy right here. You can get happy in your own britches. You don't have to wait till you come to church to get happy and to have a happy meal. The Bible says in Jeremiah, he said, Thy words were found, and I did eat them, and they were unto me the joy and the rejoicing in my heart, which explains a lot of sad Christians. They're not finding the word. They're not eating the word. There's joy in the word. Jesus said, These things have I spoken unto you, that your joy might be what? Fullness of joy is the will of God for every Christian. And it's not one of these flaky, fakey kinds of joy. It's not a put on. It's not a run around the building when the spirit gets moving and then cussing your wife out in the car on the way home. It's not all getting pumped up in faith. Ooh, glory to God, faith moves mountains. And then getting in the automobile and talking about your lack and your shortage. No, just hold fast the confession of your faith. Psalm 23, 1 says, The Lord is my shepherd and I'm full of want. Is that what it says? It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I shall not want for peace. I shall not want for joy. I shall not want for strength. I shall not want. Psalms 119 verse 162 says, I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth a great spoil. When we get thrilled with the word of God, when it comes alive in our lives, that's when we're going to see some supernatural results. What do you say we continue to be serious about the joy of the Lord? Hallelujah. 
You suppose Jesus is worried about anything? You suppose Jesus just looked at Gabriel and said, Gabriel, I don't know what we're going to do. We've got this large note on the pearly gates. I just... No, he's not worried about anything. You know why? Because he sees the end from the beginning. And the reason why he does is because he is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the author and the finisher. He's the in-betweener. He is our all in all. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Glory. In closing, I think. Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 17. Ha, ha, ha. Sometimes I'll just make myself laugh. Pressure's coming from here and pressure's coming from there. I'll just be driving on the, along the road and I'll go, Ha, ha, devil, you're a defeated foe. Jesus has raised me up and put you way below. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. Amen. We're seated with him. Habakkuk chapter 317. And the glory of the Lord is always accompanied by strength, always accompanied by being filled and being full of joy. Habakkuk 317. Amen. Read it with me. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat, the flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no what? No herd in the stalls. This guy's got some problems. You think you have problems? This guy's got mucho problems. But notice what he did in verse 18. Amen. In verse 18... It goes on to say, Yet, Everyone go, Yet, I will. In other words, time out. Yet, I'm setting my will to do what I know is the answer. I'm setting my will toward the thing that will take me out of this oppression. Yet, I will rejoice in the Lord and I will joy in the God of my salvation. Next verse. The Lord God is my strength and He will make my feet like hinds feet and He will make me to walk upon my high places. Glory to God. Don't you like that one verse? Look look at verse 19, the Amplified. You can stand up. You know, basically what Habakkuk was saying, you know, the de- devil likes to think he has the upper hand. The reason why he's coming with such gra- gra- wrath and fury in this day and this hour is because he knows his time is short. He knows his time is short. Notice this. The Lord God is my strength, my personal bravery, my invincible army. He makes my feet like hinds feet and will make me to walk, not to stand still in what? 
not to stand still in terror, but to walk and what make what? When you're functioning in the glory, you're making progress. I just saw that. When I'm operating and you're operating in the glory of the Lord, we're making progress. Because it is the will of God for you and I to go from glory to glory. And since we're going from glory to glory, that means we're making progress. Which is the opposite of regressing. We are progressing, not regressing. Not to stand still and tear, but to walk and make spiritual progress upon my high places of trouble, suffering, and responsibility. I'm going to ask Pastor Tom to come and we're going to rejoice for a couple moments. I'm not going to try to work anything up. I don't believe in working crowds. But I just have a word tonight. You know what it is? Ha ha, devil. (laughs) You're a defeated foe. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, lift your hands up and let's just tell the Lord we love Him. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We declare your glory over our lives. We declare that we are strong again. We're not weakened by the circumstances of life. Woo, hallelujah. Strong again. Glory to God. And you don't have to come to the altar tonight to make an adjustment. I believe that the Spirit of the Lord was speaking prophetically about certain issues tonight in certain people's lives. You can make that adjustment just by saying, Lord, forgive me. I'm slamming the door shut. Oh, come on. Let's pray this together. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, it's not your will for me to be weakened by yielding to the wrong things. Forgive me, Lord. And now by grace, I slam the door shut. I repent, Lord. And I'm asking you to make me strong again. Quicken me again. Strengthen me. I pray in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Oh, I worship you, Lord. Glory to God.